Congratulations, you found it! This is a book podcast featuring books you will want to read. Recommended by people who are passionate about books. Maybe a little too passionate. Featuring Martha Steele, radio personality extraordinaire and queen of the volunteer librarians. Nicole Shaded, sports animal wrangler, shield maiden, and book warrior. And Vonnie Golden, healthcare billing diva, volunteer librarian, and book goddess. Together, slaying the dragons, catching serial killers, exploring history, space-time, and alternative realities. Searching for and finding book treasures every week. They are three book girls. We have a young person in the studio awesome. tonight. And this is, this is it makes it very Probably difficult. That's because, what she said, joke. So. Yeah. And, uh, and immediately we start off right away with, he says, I want to take a bite of the microphone. And she says, I want to put it in my mouth. <laughs> you know how hard it is not to talk dirty? <laughs> I did not mean that in a sexual way. <laughs> and speaking of <clears throat> sexual ways, <laughs> tonight our theme will be whoopee. Because <laughs> Charlie is our guest. Yep, uh, I'm his sorry, I'll his be mother good. is Christy. She's here. You've had, we've had Christy on the show before. Hello. And uh, Charlie is her son, and she brought him along. So when we were at Starbucks in the drive-thru, we bought a whoopie pie. Hello, everybody. <laughs> He's dying to say that over there. He is. He is. <laughs> she's, well, she's started, honey. She has started. I know. Okay. okay. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that in front of a mic. I'm kind of hot, too. If it, it, it's okay. Maggie. It's human. Oh, my God. You are hot, Bonnie. <laughs> I thought we were going to take a turn and make this a PG We can't. Broadcast. We can't. And I'll tell you why. Okay, so okay, so earlier, was it yesterday? Uh, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. So I sent Christy a text and I said, "So, um, what book are you going to be talking about?" <laughs> and she says, "It's a book called New York Deep." And then there's a pause. Beat, beat, beat. Here comes another text that says, "It's not porn, though." <laughs> another beat. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> So you see, it's appropriate that we start off this way. Luckily, this boy has been raised by me, so any of this is is fine. He's used to all of it. So. And my dad. I'm not sure what that says about my parenting skills. But. Well, and how I also, old are you again? Um, almost 11. Almost 11. Well, and I have a like, son who's 19, and I remember when he was 11, and yeah. he probably would, it would yeah. not have phased him. Well, sure you met still. Dylan, you know. Um, I don't know who bad influenced which one of our children because they're both pretty bad. I think we were equally bad influences. I think what one couldn't think of, the other one did. Yeah. Yes. They were liquid mischief. Yeah. At that age. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, so it, I think the last time we had you on, Christy, it was Halloween, wasn't it? Around Halloween. I we did, you so. were here for October's. Yeah. If it wasn't Halloween, it was very. If it wasn't Halloween, it was very close. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was just adjusting your, because you you still are a little far off. Okay. I know you don't want to breathe into it, but maybe you should pull it a little closer. Okay, I'll do that. Does that work? <laughs> She's paranoid about deep breathing. I'm paranoid about being the fat girl that breathes too heavy. <laughs> Stop. You know, Bonnie and I were having a day. We were sitting in the car, and I said something. I don't. What did I? Say? What we were talking about? Oh, Bonnie goes. I feel fat. <laughs> and I said, Oh, I have zits all over my face. <laughs> we're idiots. Don't look at us. <laughs> so we're having that kind we're having that yeah. kind of a day already. So you see it works out. Uh, Whoopee. Hideous fat I know, sweaty it's a teen zitty woman, show. you know. What are you gonna right. do? It's the teen show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so glad this is not television. We were talking about doing a YouTube channel, which we're going to do anyway. Uh-huh. We are going to do, do a YouTube channel, but <laughs> we are not going to have a video version of this show. Yeah. Well, maybe I am clips. a radio personality. I deeply have an aversion to having my frightening f- face on You're gorgeous. television. <laughs> well, what are, I mean, the whole point of YouTube is video. What are you going to no, do? No, not necessarily. Okay. I mean, I mean, because there are other podcasts on there, too, that don't have... Oh, really? Yeah. They just have, like, up. We're thinking about some kind of static shot. if there's any way we could do, like, a slideshow of some of our pictures. 
Oh, and that's a good idea. Yeah, we'll what, figure like, something while out. While the video's mm-hmm. going, and then mm-hmm. that way you can see different pictures of us, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Posing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and probably, maybe you could do, well, I don't know about copyright, but maybe you could do book covers. Oh. Yeah, maybe. Stick them in there. I don't know. I don't know about copyright. I don't know. Well, we're not selling anything. No. That's true. You're promoting, if anything. Yeah. So. And so, we're not using it for profit, but I don't know. Right. Hmm. We'll have to look into that. Yeah. yeah. You can look up the legal crap. Okay. (laughs) She's our fastidious one. She gets to look up all the legal crap. Push her aside. Just do all this work. No, she likes it. She digs into stuff. It's it's her thing. It's because I get obsessed about something. I, I want to know, and then I'm like... Well, I wonder what this is. Well, I wonder what oh, this yeah. is. Oh, yeah. And and then before you know uh-huh. it, I am like neck deep into whatever mm-hmm. subject has mm-hmm. piqued my interest that day. You know, I, uh, a tangent time, but Brad and I were talking the other day about how the kids will never know a time when you couldn't just say, uh, Mom, would you look that up? Would you Google that? Like if we yeah. wanted to know something, we had, we to, had go to, to go library. to the library. Yeah. And use the and encyclopedia. And if the library didn't have that book, oh, yeah, you yeah. had to actually... Put in a little slip for an interlibrary loan. <laughs> yeah. And they had to transfer the book over. a piece of paper. Yeah. So they would send that to the next library. They would mail it to the library. Ask if they could borrow that book. And then you'd have to wait a week to mm-hmm. get the book. So, and you had to use the Dewey Decimal System to yeah. find books in the library. You, didn't, you couldn't look So there was no such thing as finding out information instantaneously. No. Unless, of course, you were a genius with Total Recall. Yeah. If it's None the simplest question you could ask and your parents just forgot and it wasn't in the library. You just didn't know. Yep. Hmm. Or just, you said the wrong thing and just had to stick with it. Yeah. <laughs> that so is how they're made. That's, <laughs> so it's because I said so. Yeah. That's where that came from. <laughs> Stop asking so many questions. Why is the sky blue? Because I said so. <laughs> I swear I think one of my favorite books, like when I was little, when I was younger, was um, the ABCs of Nature mm-hmm. and or ABCs of Science. I always do that. That's ABC is the favorite science. book. I've heard this story a five bazillion trillion freaking times. Love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> because I love it so much. And I swear, I think I, my mom bought it for me just because I asked her so many questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but mom, why is this? But mom, why is that? Well, if the sky is blue one day, why is it a different color the next day? Why? <laughs> See, I was the, the kid that didn't want to go to sleep, so I would look around the room and try to ask questions about everything I could see to keep from going to bed. Mom, what's a light bulb made of? How do they make that? That's Maggie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> I just sit down and it's questions. Yeah, he asks questions. We questions try to are good. Them. Questions I'm are good. Question oh. everything, Charlie. He Except my rule. Though. <laughs> Except when I said so. Got it? You won't get this certain video game. But mom. Uh-oh. I don't want to question that. No. I've already, you've already questioned that. The answer is life isn't fair. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever told you life was fair is lying. Okay. Okay. So now should we actually talk about something, oh, I don't know, relevant to the world of books? I mean, sure. It is a book podcast. So. Well, yeah. I don't know. Uh, uh, Christy? Since since you're the guest tonight, and since the last time you were here, we made you go last. <laughs> Would you like to go first? I will go first. Um, My book, like she said, is called New York Deep, which... And it's uh, not porn. It is not porn. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, it, it is, um, it's by Andrew Morgan. Um, and I actually just found it like a week ago. I happened oh. upon it. And it's a very fast read, which is nice sometimes. Mm-hmm. You just read through something in two days or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about a man named Josh who um, is, I don't know the technical term, but he's in charge of the crew that drills the holes for tunnels for new subways or new um sewage pipes and stuff under hmm. New York City. Hmm. I can't participate in, in that technical yeah. conversation. I have no <laughs> yeah, idea what I the have go- no clue. gopher? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Driller guy? Yeah. Some kind of engineer. And so construction. Um, they're drilling a big large hole or tunnel and they come across this room 
and not like a square room, but like a cavernous opening mm-hmm. underneath um, Central Park. And so he's in charge of the crew. So there, he's like, I'm going to go in. We'll see what it is. And it's completely black. And um, when he comes out, there's a chain of events where the CIA gets involved. What? Right. So he goes, does he go in by himself? He goes in by himself because they're afraid there's like gas. It's like a gas pocket or does something. Does he take a flashlight? He takes a flashlight. Okay, just checking. Because I was like, he, it's dark and he goes in and I'm like, what? Why would you do that? <laughs> hey, you see that big black hole right there that might be full of gas? Why don't you go in there and check it out? <laughs> yeah. Just walk on in there. Here's a lighter. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, the smoking room. <laughs> it. I don't want to give you know too much away, but it, it ends up that he um, and a couple other people are running, end up running from the CIA that day. Um, the very same day. The very same day. Because he saw something in there. He, he saw have something seen? in there, <gasps> which he didn't really realize he saw something in there. Um, but all of a sudden, you know, they said it could be a gas leak. They call the city or whatever, and it goes all the way up, and then the CIA comes comes into the scene. So then they're like on the run? Then they're on the run. <gasps> and really they get on a plane and the days start going really fast while they're on the plane. Like as they're on the plane, they can see the sun circling up and down, up and down. Whoa. Yeah, like time starts speeding up the further away they get from New York City. Um, And so that day ends... It, not in a good fashion. I don't want to give it away. Um, and when he, after that day ends and, and he meets his demise for that day. <laughs> um, in other words, he doesn't live through He doesn't day. live through that <gasps> day. And then all of a sudden he's back in the room. And he's crawling back out of the room and the day starts over. Well, it's like Groundhog Day, yes. like in a hole. Yeah. So it's some kind of time portal in this hole. The thing is, though, the day isn't the same every time, like Groundhog Day. Each day he makes a different. He's conscious of, hey, wait a second, I just lived this. So he tries something different. That and sounds tries like something the, what was the name of that book that I read? Replay. Mm-hmm. I'll have to try. I'll yeah. have to look that up. It's a little different, but yeah. yeah. Um, and so no one else knows that the day is replaying and replaying. Just him? He, just him. And he, you know, begins to put things together like, okay, I know this CIA guy is not telling me the truth, or, you know, I know this person will help me, and and all this. And um, and it, it also doesn't always take him to that day. At one point, he gets shot way into the future. At one point, he's in the past. Whoa, trippy. Yeah. It's really interesting. And... Mm. The way it ends is... Um, no, don't tell us how it ends. We no. can't know how it ends. No, I know. It's just... Uh, it's, it's a good ending. I wasn't going to say oh. how it ends. It's, oh, okay. It's just... Um, it's a good ending. It's a good ending. It's not didn't an- leave it anything up in the air. Nope. Mm-mm. Uh, Did you figure it out, bit. though? Um, well... See, I don't like it when I figure out how it's going to no, end. No. I mean, there was one part where I thought, oh, that's going to play... That's going to play into it later, and it didn't play into it. Like, it kind of threw you off, you know? So it wasn't... Nice red herring right in the middle for lunch, right? right? Yeah. So it's real good. I really liked it. And it's, like I said, a very fast read. New York York Deep? New York Deep. By? Andrew Morgan. Okay, that's on my list. That Hmm. totally sounds like something I would love, doesn't it? It does sound like something you would like. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you need to read Replay by... Ken Grimwood. It's kind of an older book. Okay. But it, it was one of those things where, you know, it's it, it's a time travel related type book. Replay. Yeah. Okay. And supposedly there's this urban legend surrounding it because the guy who wrote it, um, his character has a heart attack and dies at like 40 some odd. Mm-hmm. And... Ken Grimwood dies in exactly the same way that his character died what? in the book. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or similar circumstances. Yeah. And so it's like this urban legend thing. That is really happening? Yeah. Oh. I actually gotta, found that out after I read the book and I was going through looking for because I thought, God, this is so good. You got to have something else by him. Yeah. But yeah. I read the book years ago and then searched for it for years because I couldn't. I, somebody lent it to me and I couldn't remember who the author was. And several times I read books that were similar trying to find that book. And then when I finally found it and read it again, it was obviously years ago that and then by then he's already dead now. So that sounds really interesting. Replay. Yeah. There was a lot of there was a love interest and stuff in there, too. But it was a guy who basically lives the same or he gets to live from like the time he was a freshman in college or something like that through his heart attack in his 40s. Wow. So if it. Slingshots him back in time when he dies. That sounds really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. That sounds good. But we've talked about that on this podcast before, so just thought I'd bring it up since we were right there. Yeah. Okay, Vonnie, what you got? Um, I read a book by Jennifer Egan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. talked about you were going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And it's a visit from the Goon Squad. It was on the lists. Right. It was one that was on the lists that I think that you were the one who actually i actually was gonna read it right because we were sitting around the library and i didn't have anything to read so we were looking for something and oh yeah we you know martha found that and said hey this is on the list why don't you read this and i'm like okay because <laughs> that's usually what we do yeah <laughs> oh it's from a dark dark wood that arthur author what is uh, this Jennifer Egan, she wrote yeah, in the she, dark, dark wood. Before she wrote in the dark, dark wood. Oh. In the dark, dark wood was very fast paced. Yeah. Very twisty, very psychological thrillery. Yeah. Did you read it? Mm. No, but it's on my list to read. Yeah I, yeah. I actually read it in like a day. Yeah. It's one of those really, really quickie. Well, I shouldn't say quickie. Yeah. You, you get through it fast. Yeah. It was just, just. It's page turner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And. She's Everyone, gotten better over time. Turning a page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad you can't see my hands moving. Okay, Vonnie. Sorry I interrupted you in your Jennifer Ian story over here. All right. We didn't bring the Nerf guns in. Dang it. Again. <laughs> well, what this is, it's about a um, a gentleman who's about, I'd say, 40s, early to mid 40s, mm-hmm. named Benny Salazar. And he has a record label he actually created a record label and he's a, a um, executive a record executive a record mm-hmm. executive so he goes out and finds you know m- musical talent and everything and puts them on the radio makes them famous so gee this so sounds like a book i would love <laughs> <laughs> no wonder i recommend it and no i didn't recommend it because i didn't read it so and um I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be the main character in this. Oh, <laughs> uh, so so we're not necessarily going for a happy ending in the uh, way we review this book. I can right. see the writing okay. on the wall. Right. Well, and it starts out about this gentleman who has the record label, and it, he's almost like he's, it's his downfall in his career. He's divorced. He's not happy. He's eating flakes of gold because he thinks they're good for him and they'll help him (laughs) like with other problems that he has Oh, uh and just i mean he's not he's just he sounds like he's a little mentally unstable actually but i mean he's i mean like the only thing going for him is that he has a full head of hair i guess Oh, okay you know just not the greatest time of his life yeah but he's still kind of interesting and then it kind of jumps back to when he's younger and he's part of a band. And it's about the band going and playing music and being discovered. And they're, you know, like bookie or agent or whatever that gets their songs on the radio and stuff like that. And how, you know, I'm pretty, I guess the band didn't last because he's not in it now, but it didn't really go into that. Mm-hmm. Um. It was a good story. I liked the storyline that this took and the characters that were in it, but it was very choppy. They jumped around the timeline too much, and every time they jumped the timeline, 
Like they had one set of characters at the very beginning of the book. Then they jump back to when he's in a band and they had a different set of characters and they don't really introduce them. They're just there. Mm. It's not. So do, do you ever, it's just like, this is, these are the people that were around him when he was young and these are the people that are around him when he's old and there's no continuity between the, those people within the book. I mean, you kind of, you kind of guess that that's what it is, Mm -hmm. but, and they all, some of them play roles later in the book and some of them don't. But then it jumps from when he's like 19 to when he's still, when he's married and has a three month old. Then it jumps to when he's just dating his wife. And then it jumps to other characters that have nothing to do with anything that's ever been in the book before. And then, I I mean, it just, it jumps around a lot. And it, it might have been easier to read it than to listen to it. See, I've been in that situation a lot with audiobooks. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you can, you can intuit that that's what's going on, that you needed to see it on the page. Yeah. A lot of times with audiobooks, I mean, we're getting them from the library, so we don't really have the luxury of just picking up the book and having a gander at it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if we if we don't have the hard copy in front of us and if it's not clicking, then yeah, you're out of yeah. here. Yeah. I mean, I seriously thought about not reading this, about stopping mm-hmm. this book, but the characters that the author did develop in the storyline... I really liked their character, so I wanted to find out what happened to those characters. Right. And Hmm. unfortunately, one of the characters that I really liked that she took a lot of time to develop early on to the story just kind of dropped off. And I don't know whatever happened to her. I mean, they don't talk about her anymore. And so it's kind of like, well, what the heck happened to Sasha? (laughs) That stinks. It's like the one person that you like in the group moves out of town yeah. and, and you then you're hear stuck, from them again and you're stuck with the rest of the group going <laughs> why am i even hanging out with these people anymore <laughs> and you have to start thinking um how do i get myself out of this group slowly without anyone noticing <laughs> um i'm washing my hair tonight i'm sorry i just can't make it yeah. <laughs> my mom said you're a bad influence i can't hang out with you anymore <laughs> I think once you're past 30, you can't use your mom as an excuse anymore, Bonnie. <laughs> oh, oh, dang. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's a fairly well-written book. I didn't have a problem with the writing itself. And like I said, the characters that she did take the time to develop so that you knew enough about them, I really, she did a good job with those. It was all of the extra characters that she threw in that I had no clue who they were. See, that's the hard part about I think being a reader is that you sometimes on the on television you know, especially when everything's crammed into 30 minutes. Right. You know that every character on the screen is going to have a role of some kind. Mm-hmm. Cuz they usually don't put extraneous characters yeah. in. So you're like, "Okay, what's that guy doing over there? He must have something to do with it." But in a book that's not necessarily right. true. Um an author has the choice of whether or not they're going to put in a bunch of stuff that doesn't mean anything. There's uh, my husband has has mentioned a saying, and I can't tell you who it's by or what the exact wording of it. But basically, you don't ever put you don't ever mention a gun in a book if that gun's not going to be used. Exactly, and right. and really, that's a good r- rule of thumb to go mm-hmm. by. Yeah. Because if you're going to spend all this time building up these characters and talking about a plot line that goes nowhere. Yeah, it's then just noise. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, why put it in there in the first place? Right. Mm-hmm. And I, have, I guess you could argue for Tom Bombadil, for example, in The Lord of the Rings. Why put that guy in there? He didn't have anything really to do with the outcome of the story. He's just noise. Mm-hmm. 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 That's annoying because you, like you said, you've invested time. You've invested in- part of yourself into this character and now you're like, well, where did she go? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like when you, you're watching a series and you like one specific character in that series. And then they write that character off of the series. And then you're like, well, I don't even know if I want to watch it anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did that with The Voice. 
they pissed me off when they got rid of the characters that I thought were good <laughs> singers, and I'm like, I'm out! <laughs> yeah. You but, voted my girl off. I'm out of here. Yeah. Of course, with the book, it's a little bit different because instead what you do is you just keep reading like, is she going to come back? Yeah. Please bring her back. Where's yeah. Sasha Did go? she get voted off the island permanently? She's going to come back and terrorize everyone. I just know it. Can I do a word search for her name? Like, <laughs> Is she going to show up again? Because if not, I'm done. This is it. But, I mean, it's not the worst book I ever read because, like I said, it did have parts well, I'm just that really I surprised because there were so many people that just raved about how great this book was. Yeah, and it was on the lists and everything. It was. But it hmm. just didn't. Well, and I think the funny thing about that is she is a good writer, and that's evidenced in the books that she has written since then. It could be that they've read other things by Jennifer Egan and loved them. So they read this with a you know, pre-existing notion that it was going to be a good book. But, so, her, that, but this was one of the, I think this was one of her first books, the one that you read. Hmm, I, don't I know could that. be wrong. I don't know. Now well, I'm going to have to look You know, not everyone's going to like the exact same books. What works for one person might not work for another. I, I don't know. I just know that it was not one of my favorites. I, I've read a book like that recently and it, I thought, oh, that might be a funny book. And it turned out to be a book that was about stuff that I didn't, like it was about um, rich people and what they spent their money on and all these labels and name brands and stuff. And it was lost on me. Sorry. (laughs) This is not the horror podcast, Bonnie. I'm sorry, this is the Whoopi podcast. Yeah. You're just doing a podcast and you hear... <laughs> <laughs> but all of it was just lost on me. I'm not... Yeah. You know, like I know what Prada is, but beyond that, they it did a lot of name checking of labels. And, and you don't care? I didn't care. Like, it just didn't... And, and see, that happens, that happens to me often. I was reading a book just the other day at the library, and it was about um, a bunch of people in New York City during the tech boom and the and the um, all the little tech companies that were springing up and they were talking about um, IPOs and this and that. Uh, yeah. and I'm like, mm-hmm. yawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up just giving it back yeah. because I was like, okay, sorry, I'm not getting any of these. I don't live in New York. I don't mm-hmm. have... Any re- I can't get any of these references. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to have to let it go. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to. Yeah. yeah. And books help open, you know, subjects for a lot well, of people. Well, they do. They do. Right. If you're not interested in something like, you know. Well, you got to have a threat. Clothing, right. Then uh, usually there's something to. that will that will go, oh. Yeah. Okay, Reach there is something here that piques my interest enough. Say if the woman in question or if the character in question you know, had some kind of an inner conflict that you could relate to or right. had some kind of hobby that you have. Mm-hmm. You know, there's got to be a thread mm-hmm. there to hook you in to make you interested enough to keep reading. Right. And, you know, if this if this story would have gone in order in the time jumps. Right. Like if it would have started with Benny Salazar as a teenager and in the rock band, Mm -hmm. and then jumped to where he met his wife, jumped to when he had a three-month-old, and then jumped to where it went next, it would have made more sense because you had a point of reference. I think a lot of this is you didn't have a point of reference when it jumped all the way back and then... But and, and you didn't forward. understand why it was doing that either. And then three I, I steps take it back. No, I had no clue. Well, she needs a good editor to reorder the book for her. Basically, well, I, <laughs> I just looked it up. It was her first book. Oh, yeah. So maybe they could just see the good things to come because she did write. Maybe so. And she, so, uh, like I yeah. said, it was it was the writing was good. The it was solid. It just was too choppy. Yeah, way too choppy. Jennifer Egan, I hope you're not listening to this and thumbing your nose at us. <laughs> 
it just we're one really just opinion. a bunch of girls <laughs> reading books over here. We're going to read some more of your books in the future. So chill, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Not that she would really listen to our podcast or anything. You but we did know. have, hey, you we did know. have an author on our podcast and who likes us very fun. much and has agreed to come back on. That's awesome. Yeah. And she was a good She was, she a, was a really, she was a book I girl the minute she mm. walked through the door. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yes. So we're looking forward to having her back. She said as soon as college gets going, she's going to come back on. Mariana Evans. She is, a, she is a writing teacher at OU. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wrote a whole series of mysteries. Very cool. I think I, I saw, I heard that podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And she is just the nicest person, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It may have been after surgery, and I was on a lot of painkillers. So... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, Who we knows? did a psychedelic podcast that one time. <laughs> yeah, man. You remember that one, Christy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. It's funny I don't remember that one. What exactly did you give me? <laughs> All right. So I guess uh, beans? Sorry, I shouldn't okay. call you beans. Your name is Charlie. <laughs> I only well, said that because the only name they ever give me. Yeah, well, that's all we call you is beans. Yeah, yeah. But you need to get close to your microphone. Oh, yeah. uh, go ahead, pull it. There you go. Do it all. See, because my son was Charlie's coach a couple yes. of years yeah. ago for that's soccer. Right. Hit, Dylan's first time coaching mm-hmm. was on Charlie's soccer team. Yeah. So, and he, he liked him. Didn't yeah, he? it was a very exciting time for Dylan. I know. And we, as you guys walked in the door and Charlie was with you, I said, Charlie, do you have a book? And I went, nope. <laughs> He's had all summer. I know. To read a I book. Know. This is. And I can't, I can't fault her. you for this, Christy, because oh, well, I, I feel like you should have a teenage son. Yeah. And he was just like this at age 11. He was like, eh, I had better things to do over this This is summer. the first summer where I wasn't like, you must read a book, you know, at least one a month. This summer, I was just like, forget I'm it. I'm just going to not fight that battle. <laughs> Thank God. <Just> <laughs> I give up. Now, I eventually, just, they'll come back to it. That's what people say I know. about, you know. I mean, as you're kind of working, I'm just kind of sucking up all the joy of books. <laughs> like, sucking you, up the joy of summers? Of books. Of yeah. books. Oh, okay. No, you come back to it because I feel like if I'm not forcing him to. Exactly. That's what they do at school. Like, you better read this book or else you're not going to get a good grade. <laughs> Well, when you get into yeah. high school, they let you pick some of the books that you read. And that's yeah. a lot more fun because then you can pick something like um, my son read The Hunger Games for and for school. And uh, what is it? Something peak or peak. that he read for school. Peak? Like that's in the I want to say like Winner's Peak, but that's not it. It was some something something. I don't remember. Yeah. I, I'm sure it had something to do with sports because everything's to do with sports. No. For sure. <laughs> I think I've seen that book before in like one of my libraries. It was a really thick book. I've seen. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's how we judge I, the books when we're that age. I, oh my I, gosh, it was so thick. That's whenever I thought, man, that book is way too thick for me. Yeah. No, not reading it. Um, but you it was it was like a the the cover of it was. Um, it was just a picture of a guy climbing a mountain. I thought it was like about Mount Everest. Yeah, and it's like kind of like bluish. Was it? And like, now it we're was, talking yeah, about yeah. the color of the cover. <laughs> well, yeah. it obviously be don't blue, judge a book by it its in... cover. <laughs> Why wouldn't? So, but I did hear you say, Charlie, <laughs> okay. yeah. that there was a book that you wanted to read. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember what that is? It's only a few minutes ago that you said it. Oh yeah, Percy Jackson. Percy yes. Jackson. Percy Jackson. Mm-hmm. Got to get those Greek mythology stories in there, right? I read it. I read like not even a quarter of the book. It, I, because I was trying to, but I didn't get to because I had to read different books in time uh, for, for my points, points at school. Yeah, those stinking AR points. I know. I didn't have time to read a good book. And at the <laughs> beginning, it was just it was not like the movie at all. No. no, that's one thing about the book is that you get so much more. I was like, wow. There's so much more here. It's a whole world. Yeah, they, you can build characters. Whenever I, whenever I first watched it, there was this girl who bullied him a lot, and then she, um, she was bullying him, and they went to a field trip, and um, they, uh, she, 
she was making fun of him, and they were near a water fountain, and then, um, he, he, they, she said he pushed him, and then, in the book, the kids said, the water moved. They whispered it, he, th- he thought he heard, oh. it heard it, like, they, and they, and they were whispering, we thought, like, the water moved. When Percy so got near is, the water. Oh, so this is in and, the like, book. And, like, the water fountain and the girl who's making fun of him with all of her oh. friends and stuff. So this was in the book and, yeah, and, it and wasn't left in the, it in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So and, now, he, and, and in the book, he didn't seem as old as he was in the movie. In the movie, he was, like, 19 looking. Mm. Well, they and do that the movie, on purpose, he, you know. They want the better looking, mature young man. Yeah. And then he's in, like, eighth grade and he doesn't seem like he's in. Yeah. Yeah. Twelfth. Artistic yeah. choices, I'm sure. <laughs> But I think you should read the book because it sounds to me like you really had a genuine interest in finding out what the rest of the story was. Yeah, I think so. I think you're a a better reader and a more mature reader now, and the book won't seem as daunting. Right. And don't worry about if you only read like a chapter every other day or something. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not a race. And if Charlie, if you finish the book. We might let you come back on the podcast and tell us about it. Hooray! If I finish the book. If you finish the book. In a timely manner. You have to come and talk about books you've finished. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we want to appeal to a, to a, a huh. younger audience. To all, to all people. Uh-huh. That's right. All people. To all age groups. We're equal opportunity yeah. readers here on Three Book Girls. You don't even have to be a girl to be on our podcast. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Just look at me. Oh, you can't really look at me, though. <laughs> We can tell by the sound of your voice that you are not a book girl, that you're a book well, dude. Well, you know, <laughs> last week we had, we, we do have thing. an official book girl who has a beard and his name is Josh. Oh, so. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, He's an honorary book girl. He's Hello, one everybody. of our favorite book I'm girls. I'm part of the, the, the book girls. Book squad. girls. Squad. I can't Squad. Are we a squad? That's the, that's the word now, squad. I don't know about that's that. That makes us sound too much like cheerleaders. Uh, Ready? Okay. Three <laughs> bookers. You see my pom-poms waving? I was never a cheerleader. Will never be a cheerleader. Never wanted to be a cheerleader. Do we have that out of the way now? Yeah, I think we're, we're okay. solid on that. All right. Yeah. So any last words of wisdom from the young reader's perspective, Charlie? I wouldn't really call it words of wisdom, <laughs> but no, I, I'm, I'm good. Okay, I'm good. good. Everything you said? <laughs> okay. No. All right. Man, a few words. Moving right along. I am going to talk about a book that I read recently, which is related to a book that we've already done on this podcast. And I believe it was in October when we originally did it. Uh, it's called The Girl with All the Gifts. And it's a zombie-related book. Now, that's what you're talking about today? No. I'm okay. talking yeah. about a book written by the same person oh, okay. on the same subject just before the events oh, of that happened. It was just released recently, and it's called The Boy on the Bridge. Um, and it turned out... When, when I first started reading, I knew right away what it was, obviously. For one thing, the cover looks very similar. Um, and I recognize the author because I've written, read something by M.R. Carey that was uh, not zombie-related. Right. Um, that was an excellent book as well. It was about a prison. Now I can't I, think of what the name of it is. Anyway, um, and you read The Girl with All the Gifts as right. well. And we watched the movie. <laughs> but having said that, I had forgotten that The Girl with All the Gifts was kind of an albino because in the movie she's a black girl Mm -hmm. right so it totally threw me off going back after having read that book read another book then watched the movie and now i'm back to this and it totally threw me off because the the same character is actually in this book oh before the before the yeah oh so it's very and I was a little confused, to be perfectly honest, with the whole timeline thing, because the way it's set up, it appears to me at first that this is happening before mm-hmm. the But I'm really not totally clear on it, if it's happening before the, the events of the first or after. The timeline's a little fuzzy to me. Because At the beginning of the book, when you first start reading it, or even now? Even now, hmm. honestly. Okay. 
because it's been so long since I read the original book that I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure that this one takes place before the events of the original. Because the way the story goes in The Girl with All the Gifts, it it begins in this military facility where all of these children are being held. And in the beginning, you don't really understand that they're zombies because they're they're speaking, thinking young right. children. Right. But when they're in their classroom, well, when they go to get them out of their cells, they they they're in straight jackets and they put them in these chairs and they put masks on them and stuff and they wheel them into the classroom. And you're like, what? Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going on. And then. As time goes by, you realize that all of the people surrounding them, all the adults, are wearing this blocker gel stuff so that they don't smell good, I guess, for the zombie children. Well, the minute one of them gets too close, they all go, <laughs> you know, turn into these, you know, yeah. these scary zombie kids. <laughs> fighting machines. Right, right. It's I'm really kind of freaky. But, um, but they're, they're, they're thinking, speaking children but they're second generation so these are the children that were in the womb when the pathogen or fungus i guess it is a fungus is spread into the world so that the babies survive off of their parents like parasites kind of like and then once they're born then they just sort of well, so the, this does sound like a girl with all the gifts. It is. It's the same thing, only uh-huh. it takes place at a different time. I'm, I'm going into that so that I can okay. then explain. Yeah. Th- that's Sorry. The, no, that's okay. <laughs> so, But this one takes place, it seems to be beforehand, because the people that are out doing the scouting don't know about the kids yet. Oh, okay. You yeah. see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they they're, they're, they haven't encountered the kids yet. So the kids are like this mystery to them. And they don't understand what they are. They don't understand anything about them. And so a lot of it takes place with this um, sort of autistic scientist boy slash man mm-hmm. who is investigating the pathogen and trying to discover what makes it tick so that he can make a vaccine. And at first, I really didn't think I was going to like it because it was a lot of going out in the field and looking for this and observing and blah, 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 yeah. blah. Not that that's a bad thing. It was just that it kind of went on for a while. But then as things start to move forward, it really got interesting. And I, by the time I was done, I was like, oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> it was, I, I got to the ending and I have to say it was really good. I was surprised. Because I really thought I was going to be coming on here going, eh, it was okay. Oh, I'm going to have to put that The one ending was worth it. The ending was worth it, worth it, worth it, in my opinion. The boy on the bridge. Yes, the boy on the bridge. Uh, but like I said, it was a little confusing time-wise because you kind of get the impression that it was beforehand. But then some of the things that happen, you're like, uh, okay. And maybe it was because I was listening to the audio and not reading the book that I was missing some things, maybe. I'm not sure. Well, the way that the book ended, The Girl with All the Gifts, if there were scouts that were going out that were still human, it's probably before. Yes. That's that's a good point. Right. Well, you're going to have to read the book. That's all I have to say about that. It's on my list. They're looking at me like, what? <laughs> I can't wait. I mean, it's on my. It's on. My I. I, right I. Honestly, I didn't think it was going to surprise me. I really did not because I knew how the girls girl with all the gifts ended. I knew what happened, so I'm like, right. Eh, I know what's going to happen. Yeah, this is not going to be a good experience for me, and I have to say, it's pleasantly surprised. See, that's like Fear the Walking Dead on TV. Eh. Yeah. I am totally underwhelmed by Fear the Walking well, Dead. Well, I've only watched the first season, but it was one of those the when it first started. Is... When it first started, I thought, well, okay, zombies. You get, I mean, that's well, yeah. where we're headed. Yeah. Like, and so, yeah, when you watch it, you're like, I know where this is going. Why yeah. would I want to watch yeah. this? And the characters were not compelling enough to keep mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Because but that's is, what does it, yeah. is, the, is the characters keep you going, keep you going. Yeah. Yeah. I, think that, I think that's probably why I liked Girl with All the Gifts, because I'm not huge on zombies. 
They just, oh, I, I'm, I, am. I mean, they're not <laughs> I <am>. fascinating <laughs> like, you know, vampires or something or werewolves. <laughs> they're zombies. They're mm. half dead. They eat brains. Okay, let's move on. Go to something different. It's been around forever. I know, but there's just something. I think the reason I, that I'm so fascinated by them is because when I was 13 years old and babysitting at three o'clock in the morning, and I saw Night of the Living Dead. It oh scared the living bejesus out of me. Just yeah. oh, scared me to <laughs> death. And I just never really kind of got over that. Just the yeah. idea of somebody, you know, you see a human being gnawing on someone's arm. Mm. It just really, yeah. yeah ugh. See, that doesn't so much scare me as just <clears throat> gross me out. I like the <clears throat> idea, like in The Girl with All the Gifts, that there's a... There's a pathogen. Yes. I yeah. love those yes. books I like because that it's, one. it's plausible. It really is. You look at the zombie ants. Yes. Have you yes. seen that? Yes. It's a, a fungus. And I think that's probably where M.R. Carey got the whole idea. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Because of the, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not to give anything away. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, it, it does have a scientific basis. And right. for those of us who are skeptical and have the scientific mm-hmm. mind we want a little bit more science with right. our zombies exactly mm-hmm. i want to know why that happened exactly yeah so but you can't having said that <laughs> the boy on the bridge was not very satisfying in the beginning i felt because i already knew the world i already knew what was basically going to happen and i was a little underwhelmed by the whole process of what was going on but then it kicked in, huh? Yeah. Would you say that if you have not read Girl with the Gifts, that this would be a good one to read before Girl with the Gifts? <sighs> because Girl with the Gifts starts in the military base. This starts out in the field. Yeah. You know what? It might be better to start out with it. Because if you don't already know because, the world. Because, because, then, then it would be a more organic way to discover the oh. whole thing instead Mm -hmm. of being thrust into it as it's already happened and they're already doing their scientific studies Mm -hmm. might be thought yeah it actually might work that would be like somebody watching the star wars series for the first time they wouldn't watch it in the order it was filmed in they'd watch it the opposite way right for it to make more sense more sense Mm -hmm. i watched it too many times <laughs> I love Star Wars. Don't start on Star Wars. Oh. We will be here for hours with this boy. Start on Star Wars? No. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast, oh Charlie. Oh my gosh. Like an hour it's a whole other half. podcast series. Yes. Yes. Series. Yes. Yes. So you have to read the books before we can do the podcast. Yes. I've watched the movies too many times. Yeah. There are books too. <laughs> I know. I have he has. three combined into one. Yeah. I, I just a, you know, they put three yeah. books in one yeah. binding. Yeah. So. While you were talking about zombies, I was thinking about what scares me about them is just them, like, just biting all the people in the world. It's, it's like, just infecting everybody in the world. It's like zombie land. It's just, like, it's slowly dying, and then, like, people are just trying to make a cure, make a cure, and it doesn't happen. Yeah. That's, 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 and that's probably how it would happen if it were to really happen, because... Once the world starts to go dark, all of our technology exists on computers. And what exactly. happens if the power goes out? Yeah. 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 Do These we days. have all that stuff in a library close by? No, yeah. we don't. Because our libraries are getting desiccated by technology. It's true. Hmm. So you got a that, good point, Charlie. Yeah. Very that's, good that's point. That's the scary part of yeah. it. So pathogen, zombies, you got to love MR Carey. Yeah. <laughs> The boy on the bridge, I'm going to put it in the recommend pile. Fabulous. All right. I guess that's it. Yeah. Unless anybody wants any parting shots. Bring it back around to the whoopee. (laughs) (laughs) If you need a quick, you know, interesting... uh, See, this would be a book, a beach book for me. Oh, and it is still officially summer. Okay. Okay. So it's a fast read. Okay. It's interesting. Um, most most beach books are usually kind of girly, but that's not my thing. Um, so this is a good a quid a good a good book. beach read. Thank you. Yes, that's those are the words. Beach read. Talking <laughs> is important. Read. Yeah. Nicole will be back next week. We're constantly saying that. I swear. 
she really was going to be here tonight. And then it's just family. Everything, family emergency, family comes and you just have to bail out. That's the way it is. Mm -hmm. And Jessica had a bachelorette party tonight. So she's out living it up. Living it up. Partying. Yep. So Um, she'll be back next week. Real quick. Yes. Did you say you've read Ready Player One? Yes, I did. Okay, that's on my list too. Yes, Ready Player One was excellent. I mean, it takes place in Oklahoma City. Oh, I which I, I totally didn't remember until Josh until Josh it. reviewed it. It was so long ago that I read it yeah. that I just wasn't thinking about that anymore. But yeah, it takes place in um, Oklahoma City. The main character lives in Oklahoma. It's City. next. I'm also reading a book called Dodo. <gasps> I am reading Dodo right now. <laughs> I am the uh, the agents or wait the rise and fall of Dodo. Yes, yes, I'm almost done. In fact, oh, are you? Yes, that was the reason that I was freaking out all afternoon because the goal was to finish that book by the oh. time this podcast, and I just didn't. Oh, Neil my... Stevenson is such a wordy guy. It, I am a quarter, only a quarter of the way through it. And what are your thoughts on it so far? I really like it. I really do. Um, it just gets better. I, I can't wait. I, I <laughs> just, the whole concept of it. I mean, should we talk about it just a little bit? Just, or? just, a, just a little briefly. Um, yeah, basically, you... they've created this machine and it brings magic back into right. the world. Magic in, in this world, magic existed previously. Right. And was wiped out by the... Technological... Right. Technological advances, right. basically. Mm-hmm. So they figure out a way to build a, what... Is what they use as a time machine. Yes. Right. Even though what it is, is it's like a little closet where magic can be done. Right. People of a certain bloodline. Right. So they have to find who the witches are. Right. And then and then they are able to use that. She she as far as I've read so far, they've just found her and she's begun performing magic inside the uh, the machine. So. Yeah, it, it's so long. Oh, my gosh. It's yeah. such a long book. So satisfying, though. Oh, I'm so glad. Chewy, 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 chewy satisfying. I'm so glad to hear that. Yes. Yeah. I am really absolutely it. loving it. I, I have not figured... Every time I think, oh, this is getting so long, then something new and fun will happen, and I'll go, oh, man, that was worth it. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm so glad. So that's so what glad. I'm reviewing next week. Oh, so okay, excited. Real quick before we quit. Everybody tell me their books again so I can write them down. Okay, Christy? My book, uh, my non-porn book, is called New York (laughs) Deep, and it is by Andrew Morgan. Sponsored by (laughs) NotPorn.com. Give yourself a little pat on the back with uh, that with Charlie. That was very nice. Thank you. Charlie, what book did you talk about? Uh, Percy Jackson. And that's Reardon, Rick Reardon. Yes. Okay. And what did I talk about? Visit from the Goon Squad? Jennifer Egan. And I talked about The Boy on the Bridge by M.R. Carey. And I think that's going to do it for Three Book Girls. Do you want to do it with us? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll leave that just like it is. (laughs) That's organic right there. That's what that is.